0: And it wasn't until years later that I started when things just really didn't feel right. Like I was under an enormous of stress. It took me getting to that point to finally take a step back and say, wait a second, something is not right. Because it's, and I find this with, with a lot of my clients as well, sometimes, you know, you're in the same space for so long and it's all you know, and it can be really easy to stay stuck in that space. This is the Happen to Your Career podcast with Scott Anthony Barlow. We help you stop doing work that doesn't fit you, figure out what does, and make it happen. We help you define the work that's unapologetically you, and then go get it.
1: If you're ready to make a change, keep listening. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Hey, welcome back to the Happen to Your Career podcast. I am incredibly excited to be back here because I have with me today someone who is is not just exciting to talk to but i get excited for in fact so much so that i brought her onto our team and she has an amazing story for how she got to where she is and many of the transitions along the way and we're going to dive into all of that but welcome to happen to your career Sharissa sebastian how are you
0: doing great scott thank you
1: yeah so you now at this point on our team working with many of the people that have listened to this podcast and want to make a transition, and you're working with them as a career change coach, right? That's right. Okay, but here's the thing. I know you haven't always been a career (laughs) coach. There were many other steps along the way. Is that fair to say?
0: Oh, it's been quite a journey, yeah.
1: (laughs) I am really curious because I know part of the story, but I don't know actually the whole story. Where did this begin for you? If we go a ways back in your career, where did your career actually start out?
0: Well, it started way back when. So I'll start with, with college because my education background is actually in software engineering. So that's where I started my career as yeah. a software engineer, as a developer. And then from there, I moved more into the leadership space. So I had several roles in, in technology and then moved into the leadership. So I spent the majority of my it's been about, gosh, 14, 15 years as far as like my, the span of my corporate career, but most of that time was in the technology leadership space. And part of that, a small part of that was mentoring. So I mentored you know, quite a few people along the way, but I also uh, loved just leading people, guiding people, and just helping them in terms of their career and helping them see their strengths and so much of the work that we as coaches do. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, but what ended up happening towards the end of that career is I started to really get burnt out. There was a lot of things that weren't really working very well for me. And so through coaching, actually, um, I found a coach. And at the time, interestingly enough, I had no idea what coaching was. I didn't know it existed. And I uh, happened to stumble upon a Groupon, of all things, uh, for a coach who was advertising. And he asked me all the right questions. And he was like, you know, are you stuck in your career? Are you not sure how to move forward? And do you just feel like you don't want to waste any more time, but you really need to figure this out and feel more fulfilled in your career and all these kinds of things? And I was like, oh, my goodness. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Right. So through that whole coaching process, what I realized is the part of my job that I was that I loved but I was spending less and less time on was the leadership and the mentoring. And so through that whole process and even going through coaching, I started to realize that a lot of my strengths, um, you know, really lies in this coaching uh, space, but I had no idea how to make that transition. So my coach really helped me through all of that and then ended up, you know, I ended up getting certified because I was like, well, Since I don't have a coaching background, I better know what I'm doing. (laughs) So I did a lot of research as far as like, how do I, you know, how do I make sure that I'm doing this right? And then fast forward about six months, it took me about six months to transition from the corporate space into, you know, coaching full time. And so that's what I did. And that was about over six years ago, I want to say now that I've been primarily focused in this area of coaching and loving every moment. So
1: that's kind of my the short version of my journey. <laughs> well, I, I want to go way back because long before you had uh, somebody okay. who had asked you all the right questions, as you said. Yeah. You know, you went into you went into the tech space. You went into engineering. What caused that initial decision? Oh,
0: honestly, when I was thinking about my career and, you know, in, in high school, I was completely lost, honestly. I, I didn't know what would be the right fit for me. And I went to my dad and I was like, okay, dad, so where do I go? What do I do? Like, I kind of need to figure this out. And so he said, well, let's take a look at, you know, what you're good at and what you enjoy. And I was, I he tended to be a, a very strong in like math and science. Yeah. And so I at- time um like technology was it was a big deal and you know it started to really take off and and things like that And he was like well you know why don't you consider this and at that point i knew i mean i was this little kid and I was like sure why not that you sounds know?
1: great okay sign me up
0: <laughs> sign me up and so but interestingly now actually before that there's a step before that because i went into actuarial science first for a year one year oh. and then I was, uh, which is very interesting because uh, stats just wasn't my thing. And so I experienced that for a year and got to the end and was like, oh no, this is not what I need to do. Went back to my dad, had that conversation. I was like, okay, why don't you try this? Because this is something that's up and coming. Looks, you know, sounds like something you'd be interested in. That was my introduction to like the technology space.
1: So at what point did you realize then that, hey, you know, I've already made somewhat of a transition to some degree from focusing on, you know, stats to yeah. you know, engineering in the technology space. At what point did you realize after you were there in it working that something wasn't uh, something wasn't aligned, or that you needed to make another kind of pivot or change?
0: yeah that's a great question that actually took me some time just because when i graduated from college and went straight into a job and started my my very first job that's all i knew like i didn't have any point of reference so i just thought well since that's what i studied this is the way it's going to be and it wasn't until years later that i started when things just really didn't feel right like i was under an enormous amount of stress it took me getting to that point to finally take a step back and say wait a second something is not right because it's and I find this with, with a lot of my clients as well. Sometimes, you know, you're in the same space for so long and it's all you know, and it can be really easy to stay stuck in that space. Uh-huh. Um, and so that's why I love the work that we do and the fact that you have this podcast and it's reaching people because it really helps them to realize that there is another way. There's so much more out there than maybe, you know, what they're settling for. Just like I, I had to go through that journey myself. Yeah. Um, so I think even having that perspective um, really helps me to coach my clients, you know, through those kinds of things, because it can be tough, right, to make that pivot and to figure it out.
1: Well, and I think just what you said about having either that perspective or those additional points of reference can be so helpful, because if this is all you know, if you've been, you know, engineer, and you've been in the tech space, and like, this is it, you have no idea if Something can be better for you elsewhere, or even if it could be like, what is that? Or how would you find that? Or what, like, how would you even begin? And it creates that, uh, that those lack of points of reference create also, I believe, a lack of exposure and lack of perspective, which then mm-hmm. makes it really difficult to do something about it. So I really like your point about that. And I hadn't thought about it in that particular way, but I think that's kind of one of the things that we are doing here is providing that perspective, either in how you get to work with our clients or, you know, just even people listening here to many of the stories that we share. So let's add some more perspective then. And, you know, what transpired, you know, after you made that change? Was that the, did you go right to the career coach or how did you, how did you learn that, Hey, there are some of these pieces missing after it got bad enough to where you had to pull back?
0: Yeah, so there, there were a couple of steps, you know, kind of in between in that at that time in my life. So one thing was, first of all, the awareness, right? So just being aware that something is not working, but then also like what we just talked about, my coach at the time like really helped me to see things through a different lens and realize, helped me realize that they are other options that might be... And it's never too late, right? Because I have been in my career for so many years. And really, I didn't... Now, looking back at it, I can see that that helped me to make that transition. It didn't hold me back from making the transition. It actually helps me because now... Being on the other side of that, I can now see how it's so valuable to me as a coach. And a lot of my clients come to me because they see my background and they can, you know, they resonate with something in there. Um, and they're like, "Oh, you get it. Like, you you can understand where I'm coming from." And so during that time, part of that shift was the awareness, was getting a different perspective, but also um, help. Like, I I had so much help from my coach just in yeah. terms of support and getting over that fear because it's a huge. Like, they can be this huge fear factor right that comes into making any kind of change but especially like a pivot in your career and it was only through coaching that I was able to overcome some of those challenges to really see that no this is possible and also having that frame of reference of like other people have done this so I can do it (laughs) (laughs) I think that was also really important for me to see that you know and to to see that other people have made this transition and it's not the end of the world and it's going to be okay so having that belief system it, it really shifted my perspective but also gave me the courage um and i had that support from a coaching perspective to be able to then transition and feel like i was taking everything into consideration that i needed to
1: i think that's so interesting what you bring up about how seeing somebody uh, like somebody anybody has done (laughs) this type of thing before all of a sudden changed your belief system and Mm i yeah, I find that absolutely fascinating that we as humans need that a lot. And we <laughs> internally, we call that the exposure problem. Here it happened to your career, where if you don't have exposure to something, and this is what we were a little bit about what we were talking about before, but if you don't have that exposure to something, then yeah. that like you default to believing maybe this isn't possible. So it's, it's so interesting to just having a tiny, tiny little bit of exposure all of a sudden literally can change your belief system, which that blows my mind that that's a possibility. That's one of the reasons that uh, keeps me going on, on this particular podcast. But my question for you becomes you've got, you've been able to see a lot of different people that are going through a career change, Mm -hmm. going through this type of process where they're wanting to do something that better fits them in their lives for a multitude of reasons, what else do you see that helps them as they're going through this process and impacts their their belief systems and allows them to say, yeah, you know what, maybe I can do this.
0: That is so pivotal to like having you know to helping people in in the space is yeah. And there's so many different, different so many different ways of, of approaching that from a coaching perspective. Um, one is just what we talked about. So it's that point of reference to help them have that belief and to kind of shift the mindset around, like is this really possible to, Oh my goodness, I think this is actually possible. Like I, I start to, I'm starting to see that there's other options. Yeah. And, you know, for me, even like in my own personal experience of working with a coach, it was, I was honestly like one question. I can actually pinpoint the, Like the one oh, question.
1: What was the she- one question? <laughs> Do tell.
0: Do <laughs> It was a question around, and I want to make sure I get this, I get this right. Cause it was so much stuff going on at the time, but it was a question around like, well, what if that is possible? You know, because it was because we would at the time we were discussing a kind of like this this ideal state, right? Yeah. Like this ideal state of this is what I want because I really needed to get clarity around what's right for me outside of is it possible, but just take putting that to the side and saying okay, what is it ideally that I'm looking for? Kind of like the ideal career profile, right? So that's oh, yeah. That kind of situation. So when I went through that and I started looking through, and, um, and of course you you want to go into that with the perspective of like there's no barriers, right? There's no restrictions, just get get it all out there and, and go from and we'll go from there. And so when I did that and we I had a coaching conversation around that, one of the you know, one of the questions my coach asked was, but what because I started talking about, oh, but there's so many things that would need to line up to make this and he goes, But what if that is possible? And that one little shift was like, oh, okay. And if it is, then this is going to be Amazing. So, <laughs> and so that little timing shift, you know, really changed my perspective and helped me frame the rest of those conversations in light of the possibility versus the challenge.
1: So here's a glimpse into, I, I love what you're talking about for so many different reasons, but for everyone who's listening to this, it's really giving you a glimpse into what we do behind the scenes as well. First of all, you mentioned the ideal career profile, which That's just a tool that we invented that helps people, very simple tool that helps people be able to build out a a picture of what their ideal career could look like. But behind the scenes, here's what's actually happening in the psychology behind it. You know, we as humans often become acclimated to ideas over time, and it's more of a stacking process. Like I learn a little bit, it's reinforced, I get feedback here, you know, I see something else here that somebody else is doing, and it's the stacking process a little bit over time. It's not necessarily typically a, oh my goodness, I heard you know, this one thing that changed everything. So what was happening and what we often use as a process to help speed that up is exactly what you just talked about. And that's why I love that question, too, because it's a, OK, first of all, let's take the time and effort to build out what ideal looks like. If it would, you know, just just to see if uh, what that looks like. And then when that is built out, then we sort of pull under, pull the carpet under it, like, oh, well, what if that were possible? Let's just pretend that that could be possible. What would that look like? And, you know, we can keep building on that and create that stacking process and actually speed that up. So, first of all, love that question. Second of all, there's a tidbit into, you know, why we do some of those things behind the scenes. And some of those pieces, uh, you might be able to duplicate for yourself. Sometimes that magic doesn't happen until you have somebody there actually pulling that out of you step by step and adjusting the questions along the way. So what else have you seen that really, you know, if you think back to clients that you've worked with and you Mm -hmm. think about one or two people in particular, what else have you seen that has just been really powerful or helpful to change that belief system and realize what could be possible for them?
0: You know, as a coach, helping them to connect the dots between like that ideal state or what it is that they feel so drawn towards. And a lot of this comes out of that coaching conversation and the tools like you mentioned. Like there's so many different things that we use in, in Happy to Your Career to kind of like formulate that, you know, what might be right for them. But it's also just talking through the, the possibilities and talking about like, have you considered this? Or, you know, what if this is is something that, that might be aligned with what we were just talking about over here in terms of your ideal career? So it's like opening, you know, opening their mind. And I've experienced this from a coaching perspective too. It's just like, it's like taking the blinders off, right? So it's like, yeah. okay, we're off with this ideal career profile, but then as a, as a coach, one of the things that I'm really focused on is like, how do we expand that? How do we like open the perspective so that the possibilities start to come in? And then from that place, we then can be really focused about like what actions are we taking to, uh, like you talk a lot about the career experiment, right? So what actions are we taking so that we can get closer to what's going to be that, that best fit and getting them closer and closer as fast as possible yeah. towards what it is that's the most ideal situation for them.
1: What's a example of that recently? We can leave out the names of uh, of the client, but where have you experienced that recently? Where we're able to do that sort of thing.
0: Oh, okay. So I have a client, and we actually just had a conversation uh, last night, and this is something exciting that actually i haven't I haven't shared with you yet, Scott. Oh
1: but my goodness, I'm so excited. Started.
0: She got called and we did a lot of work uh, on what we just talked about right yeah. so the ideal career profile, figuring out what's right for her and like really narrowing it down and focusing on like what's going to be the right fit for her and helping us see things from a different perspective. And as she started to do this work and started to experiment with reaching out to people, connecting with people, uh, having these conversations about like the possibilities and, and what's going to be right for her seemingly out of the blue, she gets a, a call from someone that she has a working relationship with, but there's this opportunity that just happened to line up perfectly, because we went through that ideal career profile on the call, and checked all the boxes and even more, like there's things that this position would, you know, would provide to her that she didn't even think about, but lines up so well with that, you know, like what would be right for her, and so she got a call saying, hey, we're creating this for you, we're creating this
1: position for you. And let us know if you're interested. So, <laughs> I magic, love it. Magical, so that fascinates that me, that magic that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It When you look at so many of these stories without breaking down all the little things that led up to it, mm-hmm. it does seem magical. It's almost mm-hmm. like, <laughs> I mean, without all the breakdown of what happened and all the pieces that led up to it, it's almost like I don't know, seeing flowers sprout out of the ground or something along those lines and be like, oh my goodness, it's magic that those up," without realizing that somebody actually took the time to plant the seeds and cultivate it. And yeah, maybe not all those seeds actually sprouted out of the ground and turned into pretty pink flowers. However, some of them did. And it's because of all the other pieces that happened that got it to that point. That is super cool. I'm definitely asking you more about that here in a little bit. But I think that's really a good demonstration of what work has to be done. It creates that situation where, yeah, it seems magical, but it's really not in the end. When you think about the career change process, and I think you've got such a unique perspective because you've been through this for yourself. You have been on many different sides of the table, Mm -hmm. variety of industries, so on and so forth, variety of companies. And also been on the coaching side as well. What do you think holds back people the most? What are some of the two or three most common challenges that you experience again and again? And what advice would you have for each of those challenges?
0: Yeah, the the one thing that comes to mind as soon as you said that is this idea of the uncomfortable comfort zone, right? So we get so used to being in this space with, you know, our uh, steady income and salary and we, we know what we know, so you know we're we're used to being around the same people and doing the similar kind of work. So even though it might not be ideal, but we almost like trick ourselves into believing that the grass is not always greener and, you know, I should just be grateful. For, and I hear this a lot, like maybe I should just be grateful for what I have right now rather than trying to pursue something else. And so sometimes that can be like a big um kind of barrier to, to, you know, to get over. because a lot, And I've experienced this myself. So when I was at that point, I probably stayed in that position longer than I should have mm. because of that. Because I was like, well, I get paid really well. You know, like I, I know what to expect when I walk in here every day, even though it's not the greatest. But um, so without having a different perspective and without having someone ask, ask me the right questions to really figure it out and without being really aligned with what's right for me, my strengths, you know, all of those other areas that make me who I am, Without that introspective work, um, it's really difficult to say what is a better choice for me. You just you don't know until you go through the process. And in my case, until you have that level of support and somebody who actually knows how to walk you through step by step to help you, you know, to see that there's more, there's so much more to this than simply you know settling for where you are.
1: Yeah, I've heard that exact same set of statements. Like, well, maybe I should just be grateful. Well, yeah, you can practice gratitude, absolutely, for what you have. However, if there's something that you really want and is really important to you, then like you should go and get that instead of just staying in the same situation. But the other thing I hear again and again, too, that is often joined with that is, you know, if I knew what I was aiming for, yeah. then I would absolutely, like, I'm the type of person who I can just go and... I'll go and I'll do that, but I don't necessarily know what I'm aiming for. So that yes. I've seen those coupled together sometimes. Have you observed that as well? Or what have you seen there?
0: Oh, absolutely. And the other interesting part of that is that like not everyone will, will come with the intention of like, oh, I'm 100% sure I need to quit my job tomorrow and I need to leave and I need to find something. Yeah. Um, some people are in that space where they you know, they want to explore. They don't know what they don't know, right? So they, they want to really kind of evaluate where they are and, and figure out, you know, is there something that I can do where I am now or is it time for me to make that move? So sometimes it's that, so there's, you know, there's different, um, I guess, different stages of this whole process. Um, But what's so important is to realize that there is so much value in just digging deeper and just even evaluating. It doesn't mean that because you do something like this that you need to make this big leap and you need to do something completely different. It's just a matter of saying, you know what, I think I'm at the point now where I want to at least figure out is this right for me or is there something? You don't have to wait until the point where things are so bad that you just cannot take it anymore. You can start up front where it's just not out of curiosity. Like, okay, is this right, but how do I figure that out? And if it is, what do I need to do to take that next, you know, to progress in my career? So it doesn't necessarily need to be like, oh, I'm ready to make a complete pivot. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So what advice would you have for somebody who is in that situation where they're thinking about, Hey, I know this isn't totally right for me, or, and I'm trying to figure out, hey, should I make a change, or you know, could I make a change, or all those questions that have a tendency to come up mm-hmm. as they're experiencing that. What advice would you have for someone who's right in that stage?
0: What I would say is get really curious about who you are as a person and like in different aspects, right? So what are some of the things, before you even start to answer that question, there's a there's a lot of work and we do this, we do a lot of this work in, you know, happen to your career as well with the benefit of having the coaches to you know, walk everyone through, but really doing the work around like, what are some of your strengths? What are, you know, knowing yourself really well, because without that piece, it becomes really challenging to start to make those decisions because it becomes like, throwing spaghetti at the wall. And this again, I say from my own experience, because I changed jobs several times, Because I didn't take the time to figure out myself out. I didn't take the time to figure out, okay, what are my strengths? What are my interests? Even though I have so much experience in this area, what part of my job do I I enjoy the most? And it took the coaching to get all of that out and to really be grounded in that and to lay that solid foundation before making that big decision to say, you know, where where do I go from here and how do I make that transition? So I, I would say really focus on that. Get curious. Um, you don't have to commit to making any huge, major life changes, but at least start with that point of curiosity of, you know, who am I and what's going to be right for me? And then be, you know, be open to exploring at that point and, and having conversations. And, uh, and if you need the help, then absolutely, like, get that. That's one of the, the biggest things. And I'm not just saying this because I'm a coach, <laughs> but that's one of the biggest things I had to do was just to recognize that I need additional help. I couldn't do this on my own. And so that's why I reached out. You know, I didn't know anything about coaching at the time, but I, I knew enough, thankfully, to know that I needed help in that area. And I, I reached out and I got it. I took a chance and I was like, even though I know nothing about this, you know, it's I'm gonna learn something from it regardless. So I'm just gonna go for it.
1: I spent the first ten years of my career thinking that I could just do it on my own. Partially because that's kinda how I was raised. My dad's very much like that. He's like, I'll just figure it out. And well that's great. Like it's allowed me to move through huge challenges that maybe other people wouldn't be able to do. It just hit really having it like, I'm just going to like, totally can do this, just figure it out. It's also really restricted me from taking advantage and leveraging help where I would have been able to move much, much faster. It's also the reason it literally took me 10 years to figure out a lot of this stuff on my own. When, if I would have had somebody like you, yeah you know, ten years ago, then I could have avoided a whole bunch of that pain and misery that had a tendency to come along with it when you're thinking about you know this type of process in terms of making a career change to work that is really much more closer to your ideal and really better fits you and your strengths and what really is incredibly important to you and your priorities and values and everything else that we have a tendency to to dig into on this show. What do you think is the most surprising thing to people as they're working through this process?
0: Hmm, that's interesting because there's so many different elements to, you know, like what goes into that. Oh, yeah. I think one of the most, like the biggest aha moments when it comes to doing that kind of work, it's, sometimes, it's not difficult for them to relate their strengths and, and what they figure out in terms of like how it plays out in the everyday. But what's a, the bigger breakthrough is how that relates to something that they didn't even know was possible. So those transferable skills and, you know, how I can use my strengths in something completely different. And I don't need to feel like just because I've, I've used it in this one area that that's, you know, that's the only place that I can use it. So it's like opening, you know, opening their mind to saying, okay, once you do this work and you understand um, what's important to you, like from a values perspective, your strengths, your skills, all these, these different things that we've been talking about, but then connecting the dots between that and then the possibility of, you know, how can you then leverage this to start exploring other areas that might be uh, maybe even, you know, a benefit than where you've been using those strengths in the past. So, yeah, I think that's connecting those dots has been... Um, Really valuable in
1: that sense. That's really interesting. I definitely see that exact same thing. And I think a lot of people show up thinking almost that, you know, I've done this in this particular way. That hasn't worked for me. So I need to like do a total 180 yeah. and move completely away from that. But mm-hmm. what I hear you saying is that. When you're doing this deeper level work, a lot of the times you are connecting dots in ways that you didn't know were going to be possible and mm-hmm. that allows you to leverage skills, leverage experiences, leverage strengths in new ways that you didn't realize as you as you move into another role, another another opportunity. Is that right?
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I find that I spend a lot of time helping my clients in this area where it really helps them to believe that it's possible for them. Because when I start to say, "Okay, so based on what you know, what we've talked about, um, let's talk about some options," and at first it's like, "Oh, I, I don't see how I'm qualified, or you know, I can do this." And then when we start to talk through and connect the dots between their skills, what they bring to the table, their interests, values, all of those things, and we start to shift the, the conversation around that, it suddenly opens up the possibilities. They start to say oh, maybe this is possible. And then bringing in, you know, um, the fact that other people have made those changes or, you know, there's just so much to it. But yes, it it really helps them to start to believe that it's possible. And then, of course, it makes it a lot easier to move forward in those directions from a, you know, from a curiosity standpoint. Like, oh, what if? (laughs) You know, going back to that what if question. um, That could be really powerful. Yeah.
1: I think one of my favorite stories that, I've seen, and maybe it's just near and dear to my heart because she was so close to when we started the company way back when, and now it's been, you know, over seven years and everything. But uh, we met a woman named Maggie, and Maggie's super funny, just got a great personality, just an awesome person in general. But she was kind of at that place where she's like, hey, I know this isn't working, like what you were describing earlier, right? I know this yeah. isn't working, and should I just be grateful that I have you know, a good job, or should I be going after something else? And if so, what would that look like? And she had no idea where to start. And then you know, we started going through that process and realized that those things that she had already been doing in one way or another, because she was in marketing and communications, <coughs> some of those pieces that she enjoyed most could actually be reapplied into training and development. And it's easy to sit here and say this in hindsight, but she was on the side, like helping people put together, you know, training PowerPoint presentations. It's obvious now, but at the time she's like, oh my goodness, what could I be doing? You know, how would this be relatable in the real world? And all these things that are super obvious after the fact but as we're going through and putting these these dots together it's been really cool to see the progression from 7 years ago cuz she got into a training and development role made that switch and then not too long after that got promoted to director which was an even better role and allowed her to use more of those skills and then you know after that point got promoted again and you know, it keeps going, and each one of those was a better situation for her that leveraged her strengths in ways that she didn't anticipate and wouldn't have anticipated had she not gone through that original work. So, but I, I share that only because I think it illustrates really well exactly what you're talking about. What do you think is the hardest piece of making a career change for people that are going through it? When you sit in the coach's chair mm-hmm. and you have that unique perspective and you've been through it yourself, You know what, what do you see that really crops up as is, is one of the hardest challenges?
0: I think it's a combination of a couple of things. One is just the belief. And I know we've talked about this a couple of times before, but it's just like believing that it's even possible for them, but also that the confidence and that courage comes in with that as well. So making that shift to say, okay, I believe this is possible for me. And then just having the confidence and their own ability to say, okay this and having the courage to take the take the action but a big part of that also comes from their support system so when they know that they are supported in in you know in doing that and and they feel like even though yes it's scary and things like that but they see the possibility and they're excited about the fact that they can now see that this may be possible for them and then they they have the courage to then take the step i think all of that's together um just like can really shift things for them and then also i think so many of these other things like we talked about the magic right yeah. so many of these things start to align all of a sudden <laughs> when they it's start so to- weird
1: every time it yeah. feels so serendipitous exactly. even though it's really not
0: yeah exactly but yeah we, once that starts to happen and those shifts start to take place then all of a sudden you know these conversations start happening out of, it's seemingly out of the blue and you know they have uh, something will come across their email and they're like oh i didn't need- I didn't think about that, but yeah, this is something I can follow up on. You know, those kinds of things start to happen. But it really does, from my experience and what I've seen, it it starts with that, like, opening up the possibilities and and then really believing that maybe, you know, just maybe there's a chance that there's something more out there or maybe this could work for me. And then just having the confidence in in their own ability to take the step, even though it's scary, and then having that support, whether that's to a coach or, you know, whatever their support system looks like, but having that support to then move forward with that
1: process. That's really interesting. So it sounds like all of those things, setting up all of those different pieces like the support system and, you know, that taking those continual actions and having those initial adjustments of belief that then start to, you know, snowball and build into the next thing and all of those things in combination is really setting up those pieces in combination sounds like what you're suggesting is is the really, really difficult piece. Is that right? Am I perceiving that correctly?
0: Yeah, it is a it is a process, and it all like everyone you know um, is in a different place in terms of like their mindset and and their experience. Like we all have different experiences and backgrounds and things like that. So it's like really knowing how to navigate that space for you as you know as an individual is really important but yeah those are like like the common what from what I see like the common key pieces is like once you start to see that this is and start to really believe that this might actually be possible for you mm-hmm. and then being able to like even have, and the reason I bring up confidence is because i i feel like this is so much a common thread right like people will so often doubt the ability to make that shift and that change so even though like once they see that they start to have that belief around oh maybe this is possible but then that if they don't have the confidence in themselves and they don't really see the ability it can be really hard to make that shift and be courageous enough to take the action so that's where coaching comes in like I can really you know help from a coaching perspective um, just start thinking about it in terms of my clients to like pick up on the things that maybe they're not aware of and start asking questions around that So it helps to build in all of those areas and it just makes it so much easier to take that next step. And then all those magical things start to happen. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I so appreciate you taking the time, coming on and sharing some of the experiences that you've had, both in your own story, as well as the people that we've gotten to work with here, what happened to your career and even beyond. And I think that you bring... I don't know if I've told you this, but I think you bring such a great element to the team, both from experience wise, but just you're super enjoyable to work with. And I think that your contribution and your unique lens on a lot of these topics is just super helpful to the people that I know that that you're already working with and to our company as a whole. So I really appreciate it.
0: Oh, thank you. I so appreciate it. And it's been, it's such fun work. I love getting to work with, uh, with our clients and I and I can't wait to meet more new people. <laughs> so yeah, it's been fun.
1: Hey, if you want to find out more about Sharissa, just go to com slash team. And you can see her profile right there, as well as all the other career coaches that we have on our team right here at Happen to Your Career. By the way, I wanted to let you know that we are just getting ready to open the doors for our signature coaching program, our custom coaching for the first time this year. And Charissa is just one of the career coaches that you could work with, which is why I really wanted you to meet her. Whether you're wanting to make a career change or position yourself for higher success in your current organization, or even make a role change or create your own role, then signature coaching is our custom personalized coaching program designed specifically for you to help you identify the outcomes that you want. And so we can agree on goals and objectives, and then get about the business of helping you achieve the results that you want in your own career, your own life. By the way, I shared a lot more about the Signature Coaching Program in the episode that was released on Thursday last week. So you can go back and listen to that to hear even more. But if you'd like to see if Signature Coaching is right for you, just drop me an email. Scott at happen to your career.com and put coaching conversation in the subject line. I'll connect you with our team and we'll chat with you about your situation and figure out the very best way that we can help. We have so much more coming up in store for you right here on Happen to Your Career this Thursday. I got this job in New York marketing in a timeshare industry and um hated it because It was boring. The work wasn't very engaging. And although I got to interact with traveling people and a transient guest all the time, I kind of felt stupid and underutilized doing the job. (laughs) That's Audrey. And she was an operations manager in New York City. And she found that every single month that she stayed in her job, it was actually costing her money. Now, most people think that it's the opposite way. They believe that they'll make less money by finding a job they enjoy, and nobody really likes to go backwards, so they never make the change. But on Thursday, you'll hear Audrey explain how she got herself unstuck and got a $20,000 increase at the same time, and how that happened. Make sure that you're subscribed, and by the way, share this episode with someone who you know could use it. Uh, Spread the love. And by the way, don't forget to send me an email, scott at careercom and put coaching conversation in the subject line if you're interested in our signature coaching program. Until next time, I am out. Adios.